This is Growing Local, stories from ASAP about the local food community. I'm Jen nathan Orris. The daily work of a farmer often involves a lot of physical labor, but farmers also do plenty of analyzing and strategizing. We are constantly talking about, thinking about, planning, how do we market better? How do we sell this better? What do we need to do better? How do we grow this differently? What, are, what is the market wanting? What are chefs wanting? What are, what are we noticing? That's Savannah Sally from Headwaters Market Garden. She grows produce in Alexander, North Carolina with her husband, Will Sally. They started the farm in 2017 and have been asking themselves these sorts of questions since day one. I wanted to know what they'd learned about growing vegetables and a farm business, so I met Savannah while she was packing up her tent at Asheville City Market. Will was already back at the farm, but Savannah was glad to talk about how they got started and their goals for the future. Savannah and Will met in Hawaii, where she was working at a middle school and he was working at a hotel. Farming wasn't their initial career path. Savannah is trained as a speech therapist and Will has a degree in biology. It might seem unlikely that they would end up starting a farm in western North Carolina, but both of them have ties to the region. Savannah's grandfather was born in Boone and she still has family in the area. Will's grandmother and parents live in South Carolina. Farming wasn't in their blood, but it was always in the back of Will's mind. His dream was always to start a farm, and he knew this area very well. He is familiar with the soils here. He worked as an agronomist in North and South Carolina for years before we met. So I think coming back here was kind of natural for us. But they still had to find high-quality, affordable farmland near a city center where they could sell their produce. We were kind of torn between a couple different places, Greenville, Asheville, Boone. Um, but landed in Asheville really because of its local food movement. They found land through a farm incubator program run by the Southern Appalachian Highlands Conservancy. The program offers land, infrastructure, tools, and training to beginning farmers for up to five years. It was a great support system, but they still had a lot to learn about the actual work of farming. We have had a lot of challenges Um, Starting a farm is not easy. I really didn't know what I was getting myself into, and I just kind of thought that, oh, this sounds fun, this will be an adventure. And um, it's hard, it's really hard, it's challenging, it's mentally, physically, emotionally challenging. Because I think as a farm business you're so involved, every aspect of your life is tied with this farm. It's not a job that you just get to go home from. It's not a job that you just kind of get to leave at 5 p.m. and you're done with it. You don't have to think about it. That's kind of that piece of always consistently analyzing and looking back. I take a lot of detailed um, notes on every crop. Um, I map it all out. When did we start it? When did we seed it? Um, When did we start harvesting it? How much? How much are we making from it? Where did it go? All that kind of stuff has really helped when we're trying to do a plan at the end of the year for the new season. Even with careful note-taking, access to land, tools, and mentorships, there were still some stumbling blocks at the beginning, especially as they learned how to grow produce. The first season, we decided to plant almost a whole greenhouse in tomatoes. And we spaced it way too close. We decided to plant like five different varieties because we want to try a whole bunch of stuff that all kind of need different needs and come to find out that a greenhouse our size requires about 20 hours a week in just pruning. That's a lot of time, especially when you're only two people. We don't have time to do that. So I, first season, I spent probably nearly 15 hours a week pruning tomatoes, just pruning tomatoes. 
and since then we do not grow nearly as many tomatoes we grow maybe a third of what we did before because we just don't have the labor to do that in addition to dividing the labor between just two people they had to learn a whole new skill set during their first year neither of us had ever farmed before we've never worked on a farm we've never apprenticed on a farm We've never farmed before physically. That was a huge learning curve, but somehow we made it to market by August. Since then, we have continued to be committed to farming. Now they grow fewer tomatoes and have expanded into crops that are less labor intensive, but still appealing to farmers market shoppers and chefs. They grow things like lettuce, herbs, broccoli and kale, plus a more manageable crop of tomatoes. Savannah says their focus on quality over quantity has paid off, and they're ready for their next challenge, finding a permanent place for their farm. We are hoping to buy a property next. I can't really imagine putting so much work and effort into somebody else's property again. All those amendments and how we take care of the land, we can't ever get that back. So I think we're ready to really transition into what would be our long term. There's a lot of other things we'd like to do, perennials, that we just don't feel we can do that on somebody else's land. So we're starting that process now. Savannah hopes that beginning farmers like her and Will can learn from established farmers and also contribute to the future of sustainable agriculture. One of the reasons why Will and I decided to get into farming is there is such a need for farmers. Um, farmland is changing. Farmers are changing. She points out that the average age of farmers is steadily increasing. As of the most recent census, one-third of farmers in the U.S. are over age 65. So in the next 20 years, what our farms look like now are going to be a lot different. And I think we would love to see a small model be successful for farmers. One of the reasons we love this area too is there does seem to be a lot of small farms here that are successful. And we love to model after that. And we're interested to see where things will go in the next couple of years for small farms. We'll continue to bring you stories about new and beginning farmers this year. Learn how to support new and established farms in ASAP's local food guide, AppalachianGrown.org.